Hey, it's Luke here. I just want to tell you about a new podcast I'm involved in, which is called The C Word. Six weeks ago, my eldest brother Lee was diagnosed with stage four brain cancer. It is the type of news that stops you and your family in your tracks and offers a fairly sobering reminder of what this life is about. Over those six weeks, we've had many a conversations trying to understand this new health challenge and the road ahead. And as easy as it would be to fall into a heap and give in early with such difficult news, I asked my brother what he needed from me most. Outside of the obvious and much needed support for him and his family, he said, most importantly, I just need to focus on beating this with optimism. So with a desire to support in a way that benefits him, educates us, and hopefully informs those we don't know, we decided to create this podcast that could tell that story as it unfolds, capturing the highs, the lows, the unknowns, and hopefully plenty of optimism along the way. To come on the journey, search The C Word on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts free. Welcome to Itch. My name's Luke. I'm 32 years old, and I'm from Australia. I've spent my life with an insatiable curiosity, an itch, if you will, and a need to understand more. There is a clear desire for so many of us, irrelevant of background, ethnicity, or sexuality, to live more authentically and to seek out an alternative narrative to that which currently exists. I use my stories to take you on a journey where I've challenged my own truths through the ability to ask more questions than I have answers, maintaining a great sense of humor, always viewing the world through a lens of empathy, but most importantly, to live in the gray. These attributes have assisted me to seek out different perspectives and to create a life that is more flourishing and progressive for me and, well, hopefully for those around me. So if you're interested to know more, welcome to Itch. Lesson 10. Seek joy above all else. It's an interesting one when we speak about joy. It's one of those words that I feel like over the years... I've probably even battled with it, but I know I've had some really interesting conversations with um, friends around this one. It's one of those, you know, it's one of those happy words. It's one of the words that uh, marketing love being able to use and different organizations love being able to uh, to take out and, and, and exploit. But I guess for me, this lesson has been a really important one. It's actually only been one that I have revisited again, uh, like the last couple of weeks um, in terms of decision-making. And I, and I thought, you know, it just couldn't be more beautifully timed while recording this podcast to, to bring up this, this lesson that, that has really continued to show me what I think some of the real key essences of life is meant to be about. And so this concept of joy and seeking joy, and, and I wanted to, I wanted to talk to that. And I was trying to think back to times when, when joy has been a thing in my world where where I've seen that when I've sought joy, good things have come. For me, this concept of joy, this elated state is is something that speaks to your soul more than it speaks to your body. It's that it's that deep residing feeling that you're just on the right path and that you're really just thoroughly enjoying whatever it is that you're doing. It's that thing that makes you, it makes your heart feel warm. It makes you smile when you think about it. It's that reality that gives you hope and that lingers on in your heart beyond just the mere feeling of 
seeking comfort or something of pleasure. So when I talk about joy, I like to think it's the thing that resonates most and that at the end, the outcome is not simple pleasure, but rather something more longer term and something that I feel leads you towards something. And so when I'm thinking back over life, I can think of a multitude of times where, you know, I've sought after joy and really positive things came from that. And I was trying to think back to a significant one that I had before now. And that would probably be, I guess, when I finished up, you know, we're still living in the desert uh, in in the UAE. And I finished up at work. I finished working for Etihad. And I made the decision to start this business, Blonde and Bear, which I've spoken about before for people who follow on. And it was my first time kind of running my own business. It was really exciting. It came from, it kind of came from nowhere. It felt like it was just a little bit of a grace of God and, and, and the idea came about and it was to go and, and, and help people in it, you know, in, in, in its truest form. That's, that's what we were doing. It was a true, it was a real service um, to, to those who we felt needed it most. Taking the jump from from leaving a very well paying, very comfortable, um, and 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 very rewarding um, corporate job in an industry at the time that was booming, um, and an industry that gave me access to the world. Right, like I was not only working for that organization, I was running the very department that gave the staff access to the world. You know, leaving something like that and going across to 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 something that was to me kind of felt like a random idea, even though when you have the beauty of hindsight, it makes sense. Something that was of high risk, it felt like it was high risk. Um, I mitigated that by by age and by circumstance thinking, no, actually I can, I can take that risk. Um, and it was not in my home country, you know, like, in, and, and of all places, it was in a country where, you know, at, at times law <laughs> kind of depends who you are and, and what's, you know, who's on your side and who's not. So, you know, there was definite risk associated to it. And when I look back at that, I'm trying to think, how did I make the jump? What was it that drew me across that line? And when I think back to that, it was this sense of joy. It was, I'd been with the organization for nearly four years. I'd worked my but off during that time, right? So whilst I uh, had a wonderful life over there and, and, and I was in a really great situation, I'd worked my butt off, man. Like it was a hard slog and I was available 24 um, seven. Yes, I had beautiful perks and we lived a really great life and, and that to any other person looks goes, you know, shut up, whatever. But it was, it was difficult to work at times because, you know, we had over 200 different nationalities. You're in the Middle East, you're dealing with different systems, different laws. Um, and there's just a lot of apps open in your head at the time, right? Like that you're constantly filtering through and, 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 and trying to, to manage. I got to the end of my time there and, and you know, I'd built up a, a really good part of the business. But I was, I was sad, you know, I was empty. Um, and when I look back at it, you know, I know a lot of people were, were always saw me as being quite, quite happy and quite vibrant. But inside, I was angry. I was lacking joy. I was... I was doing what I knew to do. Like I was, I was, I knew, like I'd built up quite a number of years of doing this thing. So I was, I was pretty good at it. Like I, I knew what I was talking about, but I was doing it because robotically it was easy to do and it came with all the great perks. But I wasn't jumping out of bed every day. You know, I didn't, I didn't go to work and, and thrive in what I did. I showed up. I didn't, I, I did the best job I could. Um, I always stretched myself as, as much as possible to, to kind of work to my highest capacity in the roles that were there. But, but in the end, I, it just lacked. It was something that was just so lacking. So 
I look back at this time and I, I remember this and I remember making this decision. I remember thinking, what are you doing? Are you crazy? Um, but there was this thing that overrode that reality. There was this thing that helped me to mitigate the major risk associated to it. And, and when I look back at it, that thing was for me and how I perceive it as joy. It was the hope, the dream of bringing to life this brand and this service to the world. It was this potential, this possibility, you know, the, the thing that flickers just in the distance. It's like a, it's like a star in the night. You can just see it. And, and that drive to chase that star, the joy attached to that was far more than anything that I had already conquered here. Chasing that joy, it didn't mean then I had an easy life. It also didn't mean that it came with a whole ton of pleasure. In fact, when I look back at it, it was really tough. Like it was actually way more tough than being in, in the corporate gig. And, and I remember plenty of times going, oh my God, why did I leave? Like, why, why did I do that? You know, and, and then I would think, no, I don't even want to go back there. So actually, no, immediately disregard that thought. But how do I find a way through this difficulty? And it was that joy, those moments that I would have with clients and working with them and, and building out these brands and building out these, these concepts with them that I was re-energized again. You know, I was really excited again. And it was that deep feeling of joy that took me through it. And so fast forward to where I am right now. And again, came back, got back into the aviation space again after a couple of years, have been there for a couple of years now. And and again, I've been given an amazing opportunity from the universe, let's say, where uh, I now get to step out again. And I get to step out of after a very challenging time in the industry and a space where I had a role and a position within that organization to, to go and to seek joy again. And this time, because it's happened before and because I remember that very feeling, I've turned around and instead of thinking it was anything else, I've made the very decision to move, to, to leave that role and to chase after this new and exciting opportunity on that one beautiful thing, which is joy. It's the one thing that when it lives there in your heart, you show up better. You, you do work in a, in a greater capacity. You, you want to be involved more. It, it almost brings to life or animates your soul in a way that that robotic, meaningless work just doesn't do, you know? For me, joy is so attached to those elements of purpose. It's, it's chasing that itch. It's trying to uncover something new. And for me, joy can only lead to progress. It can only lead to something else because when you are working at that level and that frequency and, and, and your, your, your energy is just raised in such a way that you are you are gliding through that, that when some of the toughest challenges come your way, you, you just, you want to take them on, you know, you're not defeated. You want to be able to see the best that you can do. And it's because of this beautiful thing called joy. That's that lives in your heart that I believe that helps to get you through that. And so 
I invite you to have a think for yourself and, and I want you to just really take a moment to think about this feeling and to think through your life as it is today or maybe go back. Maybe maybe we're not in a good space at the moment and and before we've had had this or maybe we haven't had it yet. I, I would like to think that many people have had it in some capacity, but maybe we haven't been in a space to recognize it yet. I want you to think about if you have recognized it, what did it feel like? What is that time where it was almost like your soul was speaking to you in this world? It was like it was like you were filled with energy that you you hadn't been filled before. You you were filled with hope that you felt you you had lost or maybe didn't even know you had in the first place. You were you were filled with a space of possibility. And it could be from something that you deem to be quite a meaningless task or it could be from quite a significant moment in your life. But just think back and think about that feeling. For those who haven't felt it, I want you to think through times in your everyday. What's the one thing that when you think of doing it, you feel yourself just get a little bit more elevated, a little bit more excited, a little bit more just focused on wanting to go and do that thing. Not because it's immediate pleasure. I'm not talking about that, but because it actually, it's something in your heart. You can feel it inside and you go, ah, that just feels really good. I just really like doing it. It just makes me smile. I don't even know why. I just love doing it. And so taking that idea and and, and spending a bit of time to self-reflect and find that feeling. And for those who felt it before, I want you to look at your everyday now and I want you to think about how do you find ways to bring this into your everyday. Maybe you have, I don't know, maybe you have situations at the moment where you're trying to make decisions and, and you're uncertain, your mind is clouded, you know, there's there's so much uncertainty in your mind, you can't see forward. And instead of sitting in that space of uncertainty, why not bring in this new element, this new feeling and think about where, if you were to apply this, where would that take you? Where would the next step be in a clouded space if your compass was joy? Where would the path take you? And if you're not clouded and you're simply going through the day to day, but you're, you're wanting to to think about this more. Think about if you just found ways to to do what you do, but instead of getting stuck in the mundane, instead of getting, you know, following the path that you've been told to follow or doing the thing that you think is the right thing to do, and instead you did the thing that brought you that feeling, that feeling of elevation, that feeling of living on purpose, that feeling of hope, of possibility, that feeling of joy, what would it be? And if we all just found ways in our every day to pull in that feeling, that beautiful state, and to try and find a way to live through it. Now, it doesn't mean deluding ourselves from the challenges of the world. It doesn't mean trying to avoid pain or avoid the times where we do fall down. But joy is so deeply connected to that part of us that helps to raise above those difficulties. You know, I believe it's, 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 it's the antidote to, to, to grief. It's that opposition, it's that, that opposing force, that light. If we found a way to just use that as our guiding star, where would that take us? What type of world would we live in? And what type of state would we be able to create for ourselves and for those around us? I'm Luke Evans. 
thanks for listening to Edge. <laughs>